1: Welcome to the Naked Marriage podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis, and on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we've got we've got a great topic today in our in our series we're doing mm-hmm. over the next few months of our favorite marriage advice. Uh, and it's it's been a fun fall series, yeah. And you know, the summer sexy summer quickies was fun too. I just I enjoy our series, and <laughs> we've also had some great questions coming in. And so stick around for the end of today's episode. A really great question that, that has to do with pornography, but um, a, a, an issue that the, the wife brings up that is maybe one we haven't addressed as specifically in a long time, and I really appreciated her question, so stick around for that. But before we get into all that, Ashley's going to share one of uh, the recent reviews of the podcast. We read all That's these. Right. They really encourage us. Thank you guys for sending in reviews on iTunes or wherever you happen to be listening.
0: That's right. So today's review is entitled, It's All Around Great." from JB 220529 says, I just recently discovered this podcast about three months ago, and it has been a game changer. Both Dave and Ashley are so easy to listen to. They speak truth on every topic, even the difficult ones. It's not the kind of discussions that make you feel bad about yourself, though. Instead, it makes you feel motivated to improve your marriage. Uh, Instead of listening to the radio to and from work, now I listen to the Naked Marriage podcast. They just put me in a better mood. Keep Aww. it up, guys. I just love that. Thank you, JV. Yeah. That's so and nice. You just put
1: us in a better mood. You
0: did. So thank you, you did. <laughs> no, that's great. All right. Well, let's dive into today's episode. This is one of my favorite pieces of marriage advice, but I also think it's one of the most practical and easiest ones to follow. Yeah, this one's easy. And that is that you should wear a wedding ring. Okay? Right. As simple as that. That's
1: right. If you're watching on YouTube, pointing to our, my ring, taking it yes. off. If you're listening only on one of, you know, the many listening options, iTunes, whatever, just imagining, imagine me pointing to a wedding ring right now. Um, <laughs> you think, well, this is really simple and seems kind of lame. And how are you going to talk about this for 20 minutes? Well, stay tuned. I think you might be surprised. <laughs> um, here's the deal. Here was the advice given to us. It's it, it, We were told always wear a wedding ring. It, it, It reminds the people in your life who see you that you're married. It reminds Uh you uh, to constantly be praying for your spouse. And also it reminds you that every decision that you make um, impacts your spouse in some way. My grandmother, who is still living, uh, lovely lady, um, almost 90 years old. Sweet Grammy, if you're listening, you're awesome. Uh, Grammy, uh, she noticed, the first thing she noticed about a man when she would meet him is whether or not he wore a wedding ring. And she made, you know, a lot of assumptions about his commitment to his marriage based on whether or not that ring was on her finger. Now, she had kind of a unique experience in that um, her husband, she's been a widow for many, many years, most of my life. But while he yeah. was still alive, um, my grandfather uh, was not a great husband. You know, he actually ran around on on Grammy. And to this day, many decades later, it's still a very, uh, just kind of, it's a heartbreaking issue for her. It's something Mm -hmm. that you never really get over when you're kind of betrayed in that way. And so she took fidelity very, very seriously. And for her, and it isn't just a generational thing, um, because I I know younger people with the same mindset, when she would see a guy um, without a wedding ring on, and she would just think, if you're married, why would you not want to send... The signal, right. In the subtlest of ways, that costs you nothing to do to let your spouse know I'm proud to show the world that I'm married. Um, to let other people know, hey, I'm off the market. I know some of you are listening, and you're thinking, well, it's just a, it's just a, a thing. It's jewelry. I, you know, I'm not into wearing jewelry, right? Now, I had a, a pastor friend of mine. He's still a pastor friend of mine. And, and bro, mm-hmm. if you're if you're listening, you know, I love you, and I, I'm sorry to use you as a negative example here, but. He would never wear a wedding ring, and every time he would he'd be up in front of people, you know, people would assume, Well, maybe he's maybe he's single, maybe and they knew he had kids, maybe he's a single dad. You know,
0: girls would come up and ask me, Yeah, if he was single or if he had like lost his wife because they had thought he was married, and, and I'd be like, What but, do you mean? But he and never would wear a wedding would never ring, wear a he ring, would say oh, right. it's
1: because I don't like jewelry, but then he would always wear like
0: watches, yeah, an and Apple cuffs, watch and, and bracelets yeah. and all
1: this stuff, but no wedding ring, and I would, you know, kind of call him out on it and jest a little bit, but also like, dude, you know, people notice that and make assumptions based on that. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, it's no big deal. You know, all that. And it, it's, it's come out later that, you know, for all those years, he was actually carrying on an affair and, and it's a tragic situation. We won't dive too deep into it, but yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's fought for the, these last several years to rebuild his marriage and, and, and he has, and we're so thankful for that. And we love and cheer them on and, and want only good things for them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, now i think his perspective is probably yeah. changed on that i'm not saying everybody who doesn't wear a wedding ring is having an affair no, that's not, certainly not not what i'm saying here and i know some people are in line of work where you just you you cannot have a wedding ring on to to do that line of work right. and you you have to make you know some exceptions in those kind of ways i'm not trying to be legalistic here or militant here and um and i know that in some ways this is a cultural thing uh, in different cultures, an outward expression of uh, of being married is different. You know, we did an event in Amish country. Yeah. And for Amish guys, it's uh, it's it's wearing a beard means you're married. Right. Which is a good thing I'm not Amish because <laughs> I have such a poor beard that people would look and they wouldn't be sure if I was married or not. They right. were like, I'm not, not Dave there. I'm not sure if he's really married. He just has a few whiskers. Um, so, you know, thankfully good. I can wear just the... Uh, just the ring, but in whatever culture you're in, you might be, I know people listen from all over the world. Mm -hmm. We're thankful. We've got listeners from every continent and God bless you guys. Whatever in your culture is the outward expression of showing that you're married. Yeah do that. that. That's what we're Absolutely. saying. Do that.
0: And it doesn't have to be expensive. You know, we hear too, like, well, we can't afford wedding rings. You guys, today it is easier than ever. Like you can wear a silicone ring that you could probably get at the dollar store. And that will symbolize your commitment. Like it doesn't have to be expensive. And I think that a lot of times if we are consistently making excuses not to wear the ring, we need to take a step back and ask ourselves why. This is a moment of self-reflection. Re- and maybe if your spouse seems just like, aloof about it, ask them and be like, listen, it would mean so much to me because I'm so proud to call you my husband. I'm so proud to call you my wife. And I just don't want it to be confusing to anybody. And it is confusing. You know, I know people, you know, some of you listening are like, okay, this seems silly. We're in the modern times. People don't have to wear wedding rings. Like I I hear that. And this is from Christians and non-Christians alike. But this is the truth, guys, is it's a simple way from first glance to let others know that you're off the market. Now, I know some of you listening, too, are like, well, just because somebody wears a wedding ring doesn't mean they're being faithful. And that is the truth, too, sadly. But it is a simple way, again, to honor your spouse and to show others that that you're off the market. And it's just as simple as that. I mean, it, it's just a very easy thing to do to respect your spouse and to also ward off some assumptions that others will make that could really bring some trouble into your marriage.
1: You know, those are great points. And really, what we're talking about here, it it goes broader, like we've said all along, than just, just lobbying for one specific piece of jewelry. It's sending every message possible, whether you're in public or in private, that you're married. In fact, one of the very first episodes we did on the Naked Marriage podcast was called, Are You Single in Public?, Right, And it, it was talking a little bit about rings, but really about the broader issue of are you sending mis- mixed messages? Are you compartmentalizing your marriage so much that you're only married at home when you're right. with your spouse? But when you're out there in the world, you don't talk about your marriage. It's as if you're you're single at work. There are no pictures of, of your spouse or your children. And, and what w- we're saying with the wedding ring issue and every other issue you can you can send as well is that everybody in your life— should know that you are married, you're committed, and that you love your spouse. Everybody in your life, even if yeah. they've never met your spouse, they should know that much about you. Uh, just by the way you carry yourself, by the, this, by the way you talk. Otherwise, you're, maybe you are just thinking, I know I'm just trying to compartmentalize. I keep home at home and I keep work at work. But marriage is not just a private relationship. It is both very private and very public at the same time. That's the way God intended it to be. And so we we've, we've got to be willing to do both. We need to be great spouses in private when it's just us and our spouse, and we need to be great spouses in public, which means honoring our spouse even when our spouse isn't there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we carry ourselves. Again, every every word we say, every message we send non-verbally, it's saying something about how we view our marriage. Yeah. And we need to we just need to be intentional that the message we're sending is I'm married. I love the fact that I'm married. I love my spouse and I'm committed to my marriage. And if you've been around me for more than five minutes, you'll hear something positive about um, about my spouse.
0: Yeah, because I mean, really, if there is any question then that's a problem, you know, that should be, you know, we should make that known, it should be a known thing that we're married, you don't have to tell all your personal business to your colleagues, no, absolutely not, but just knowing that you're married, having, you know, a lot of times people have like a picture of their spouse, you know, at their desk or their family, and just, just letting it be known again, because it will save you a lot of heartache, you know, there's, there's times when we've known couples where one of the spouses doesn't wear a ring, and all of a sudden they're getting texts from somebody, thinking that they're single and wanting to get together and then that opens a door to temptation and, and to behaviors that you never thought you would do and you know that's how affairs start they don't they never just all of a sudden like you end up in a hotel room it's subtle things that we do and don't do that often lead to affairs, and none of us are beyond temptation.
1: Yeah, so, true. and I'm
0: not saying. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying just because you don't wear a wedding ring, you're bound and doomed for an affair. But or I'm if just you saying, do, you're not
1: going to have one. Or if you do, you're not. And gonna there are have even one. some oh, absolutely sick people out there that like go after married people on oh, yeah. purpose, just oh, yeah. as like a conquest.
0: They find it yes, it like is a conquest. So it's
1: not like your marriage, your your wedding ring is some force field that's going to protect <laughs> you from all temptation. You know, like in a Avengers movie. But right. but it, it is it is a simple thing you can do that can that can only help.
0: And, you know, it's the thing with wedding rings, too, like if I were to open, like to take my wedding ring off and to look at the inscription, you know, Dave and I, our inscription is so much. And back in the day when we were dating and we first told each other that we loved each other, we would sometimes, you know, we would say, we say I love you quite a bit, probably more than, than we, that's like, it's probably ridiculous. But anyway, we would sometimes, (laughs) we would sometimes just, I I would say I love you. And he'd be like, I love you, too. And then I would say so much. And he'd go so much. And so when we were really young, okay, we got married really young. I had just turned 20. Dave was 22. You know, we were like, what do we inscribe on the inside of our wedding rings? And all we could think of was so much. I don't give you a lot of room anyway, but it's something that meant, you know, it's only two words, but it means a lot to us. And I've never shared that with anybody. So I don't even know if our family knows why we put so much on the inside of our rings, but you know, it's something that's special to me. And wedding rings are special in that way. I mean, it's, 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 Part of your history, you you receive it if you still have your original wedding ring on your wedding day. For some of you, maybe it's a different ring that you got on a special anniversary, and um, and it has a special inscription. It's just something you can look to and you can smile. I mean, even just right now, if you're watching YouTube, you can see me smiling and and just reminiscing, thinking about it, and it's special. And so don't don't miss that opportunity to have that to have that that little symbol that it, it doesn't even like I said, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't even have to, to be some big thing. It's just something that means something to the two of you that you have given each other and, and really wear that with, with pride every single day.
1: naked that's beautiful like i was just i was just kind of i forgot i Were forgot that back? i had to talk next like i was just mesmerized by <laughs> you you sharing and kind of you know going back and it and it is it's it the the ring it's it is a it, it's a simple it's a simple symbol but mm-hmm. when you look at it and be reminded of those early days and reminded of all God's carried you through and reminded of the promise that you made to each other and all the reasons you have to be thankful for your spouse and reminded to pray for the future and for all the dreams that you have left to dream for one another. Um, There's a gift in that. I mean, there's just something very significant and very special that that goes far beyond, you know, just just a piece of jewelry. You know, we're not trying to sell you guys something. We're not saying, you know, call now for our brand new... (laughs) you know XO marriage ring specials you know we're we're not we're, we're we're just saying value every every message you can send that lets your spouse know and lets the world know that you're married and you're thrilled to be married yeah. and if you'll do that then i'm convinced that the simple act of wearing a wedding ring or whatever in your culture is is the custom of outwardly showing that you're married and nearly every culture that I've been to or know known of has As
0: some kind of symbol has
1: some kind of symbol yeah. um then do that just just do that this isn't you know the wedding ring it, itself is not is not a, a biblical thing, you know, we try to base this podcast on what the Bible says about marriage. So it doesn't say thou shalt wear a wedding ring. But you know the Bible is clear that every part of your life for you for those who are married should reflect the fact that you're married. And so in our culture, in our context, it's just, it's a simple thing that you can do that's, that's worth doing.
0: Well, and, and please quote me if I'm wrong, because I don't want to misquote this, but I've always heard that the, it goes way back, you know, the history of, of wearing a wedding ring is it's put on the left hand on, on this particular ring finger because that is what goes straight to your heart. You know, right? Am I saying that right?
1: I've heard that. So
0: I don't know if that's true, doctors. If you're a doctor, write and let us know. But I love that story. I hope it's true. So badly. let it be true. Let it be only write
1: in if you're agreeing with this. (laughs) If you have medical proof to the contrary of that, if it's contrary, don't don't crush our dreams.
0: It's it's folklore, but again, it goes back to what it means to the two of you, and that you're proud to be married.
1: That's good stuff. Hey, we're going to keep this episode a little bit shorter today, partly because you guys loved the summer quickies so much. Uh, and if you haven't listened to those,
0: <laughs> go back and listen. Go back and listen. Now, it's not just summer quickies; it's sexy.
1: Yeah, this summer well, quickies. T- yeah, the summer before past. last, it was just summer quickies. Right. Short, short episodes. This past summer, it was sexy summer steamy. quickies. And the next summer is maybe going to be steamy summer quickies. Oh
0: yeah, we, we don't it. know.
1: We're just going to keep coming. Keep it going. Short episodes gives you guys time to immediately apply what you've learned with the extra time, so um, you know you can. Go back and listen to those. They're, they're answering your twelve biggest questions about sex all summer long. So if you missed those, go back, go check them out. But today
0: we have our Q and A.
1: I know, and I love our Q and A. We love it. And uh, to, by the way, you can you can send questions at nakedmarriagepodcast.com. Those are the ones we read on air. But you can also find us on social media, and we do our best to to respond to those questions personally. Sometimes it takes us a little while to get to them. You'll get an automated response right away, but then we usually will go back and. Do our best to answer them. So you can That's right. search the word marriage on Facebook and find the marriage page where we answer questions. And then uh, also on Instagram, we're at Dave and Ashley Willis. But today's question, here we go. It says My husband and I have been together for eight years, and he recently told me that your podcast episode about porn really hit home. This was a shock to me because whenever we had talked about the topic before, he always said it was just an issue when he was younger and before we were together. But through this conversation, I learned it was still something he watched regularly early in our relationship and marriage. He was saved three years ago and is now living for the Lord and says it hasn't happened since, but I'm having a hard time forgiving him and getting past this. He says he's free from it, but I don't feel it. The thought of having sex now makes my stomach turn with anxiety. I really need some advice on how to get past this as the injured partner. And, you know, thank you thank you for this question. Thank you to your husband if he's listening for... um, you know for watching listening to that podcast and then for and then for sharing it's something we always encourage people to do is have the courage to to, to share honest. to be honest and yeah. so you know he did that mm-hmm. um and that's something you know re- the, the porn issue is is it's so hard and it's it is a sin and it causes so much damage I know because I've done that damage to myself and to Ashley through my past porn issue but he he had the courage to do the right thing here and right off the bat before we get anywhere else that's just something to be celebrated in and of yeah. itself. And yeah. so um that that was an a, that was an attempt to to right a wrong and to build a bridge of trust uh, with you and to get everything out in the open. And so, yes, it created some new wounds that need to be processed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But just to celebrate the good on the front end, um, it's such a healthy thing that he that he confessed this and yeah. something that should be celebrated.
0: But it is one of those things where it's a process because it sounds like he has now processed this. He has sought God's forgiveness. It sounds like he got help with this and he sought your forgiveness. And so he's kind of a little further along.
1: in his healing
0: process. And I think that, you know, after you listen to this podcast, I hope he listens to, you know, I would just, I would unpack that for him and just say, listen, I'm really struggling with this. I'm not sure if you've been honest with him about your feelings, but, you know, tell him, say, I'm really struggling with anxiety about this. Uh, It kind of, it just, it's, it's bringing up some, some feelings where I don't know how to really deal with this. Yeah. Or what else and you're so, hiding. If or this, what else if, you're hiding, right.
1: If this was a right. secret, what, are there other secrets? And exactly.
0: And so like he, he sought healing and he feels the freedom from it because she said he, feel, he's told her, oh, no, I'm totally free from this, which is awesome. But here you are trying to cope and deal with it and to come through. So as one who's walked through this myself, I just want to say, give yourself the room and the grace and the time and the space to process this. It's okay. And I would just be honest with your husband, not that you're trying to hold it over, over his head, but just to say, listen, you've had time to process this. You've probably had years to process this and to heal from this. I need some time. I need some time. And, uh, and I would just, I would just really be honest with him about how you're feeling. I, I think that when, when someone has kept something from you, like having a porn issue when it comes to the bedroom specifically, it's very natural to not be trusting um, and being intimate with each other and to feel a little anxious in the short term. I mean, that's very normal. I remember those, those early days of me, you know, trying to cope with the news of, of Dave having a porn issue. And so, it took some time for me to know that I could trust him again. And and I would just encourage your husband too, to say, I know you're free from it, but I just need to know absolutely that I can trust you and, and, and make sure, you know, there's ways to do this, just practically speaking by having filters on all devices, just making sure that it's not even a temptation for him anymore. So there's accountability in place, but also just keeping that open line of communication and, and talking to him about how you're feeling and how he's doing. But I, I would tell you too, You know, if you if it keeps on being a mental stumbling block for you where it's making you doubt his desire for you, because that is something that often happens when you find out your spouse has been, you know, having an issue with porn and has been going back to, to porn time and time again. It, it makes you feel inadequate. And so I just want you to know that you are more than adequate that you're a beautiful daughter of Christ. you did nothing to cause this. Uh, there's nothing that you did or didn't do that made your husband have this porn issue. So I just want to get that out of your head yeah, because that's absolutely. often a thought that comes in there. but but secondly, I just think it, it might be good to talk to a counselor. I know we talk a lot about counseling, but it takes time to unpack this because it can the the porn issue itself can make you feel inadequate, but then it can also, kind of bring back some deeper wounds that you have and I think that if this becomes a prolonged issue of anxiety with you and it just like when it comes to being intimate with your spouse, uh, when even the thought of sex kind of brings you anxiety, I I really think that would be a time to go to a counselor and really get to the, the root issue and maybe even a marriage counselor too. We talk all the time about how individual counseling is awesome. You know, Faithful Counseling is one of our sponsors and we love them. They're awesome for individual Christian counseling. You can go to Faithful Counseling. No,
1: GetFaithful.com slash I always
0: mess up that website.
1: So if you go to get faithful.com slash naked marriage, a great, great place to start that journey to, to find a good counselor.
0: But if you want marital counseling to really talk through this and to make sure that you have safeguards in place for both of you for this not to become an issue again and for there to continue to be that open line of communication and for there to not for, for sex not to be this stumbling block, you can talk to one of our marriage coaches here at Marriage Today, and you can set up an appointment by going to marriagetoday.com slash coaches. They're amazing. They can talk through all of these things with you. But I think it's good that you're, you're both being honest. And if yeah. you haven't talked to your husband about your feelings yet, I think that's the next step that I would encourage you to take.
1: Yeah, it's such a great question. And if you're listening to this or watching this, um, and you right now are, are caught up in porn, um, you know, first... Stop because yes. nothing good comes from it, and then confess. Confession always brings healing. Don't believe the lie that it's going to be better to just keep this a secret, to just keep this in the dark. Um, you know the Bible says that which is that which is, is 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 hidden in darkness will be shouted from the rooftops. In other words, like all the secrets eventually come out and we need to be the ones that have the courage for it to come out. In yeah. fact, in our own my own journey with pornography, my biggest regret is that I, at that time, was still caught up in it and did not have the courage to confess it. I was actually kind of caught, um, actually found on our old clunky home computer long before the days of smartphones, kind of where I'd been. And and that created even more layers to unpack with broken trust because I had not been the one to confess it. When you initiate and you're the one to confess it fast forwards that healing process and that trust rebuilding process and so if you're listening you know have the courage to do what this guy's done yes. um and and for the the lady the uh, the wife who wrote in thank you so much again for your courage in writing in this and and just uh, our prayers for you as you continue to heal and Absolutely. we just believe God has got such great things for your marriage in the days ahead and you were on the path to healing it might hurt right now um, with this news being fresh, but you're actually, I believe, in a healthier place in your marriage than you've probably been in a long time now that this truth is out there and you can both move forward together yes. into a place of such healing. So thank you for that question. And thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, and here, if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for for watching as well. Um, we are so honored to just be on this journey with you of building stronger marriages together. Uh, you're your feedback, your prayers, your, your, uh, reviews, your messages on social media. It really does encourage us and keep us going. And we just, uh, can't wait to see you next time.
0: That's right. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.